AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease you know you've got a comeback in you when you take the next step you're going to make it count for your career for your family for your life you can earn a degree you're proud of with purdue global purdue global is backed by purdue university one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities this is your chance this is your opportunity this is your comeback Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It's Wednesday, July 15th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. As President Trump continues the push to reopen schools, the CDC wants to take a more cautious approach. A CDC document on its guidelines was leaked, and it recommends that schools be prepared to shut down for several days If a person carrying the virus was in the school building, they should have multiple means of social distancing and limits on out-of-classroom activities. As with many things these days, however, there seems to be a disconnect between policy and science. John Timmer, senior editor at Ars Technica, joins us for the CDC's approach to reopening schools. Thanks for joining us, John. Thank you for having me on. The reopening schools is one of the biggest discussions this week that's going on. There's people on all sides of the subject. There's school districts that are starting to come out with their plans. I know New York and Los Angeles, some of the largest school districts in the country have said they're going to do online learning. They're not going to fully come back. Other districts have started to say they are going to do full in-school learning again. The administration is pushing to fully reopen, but the CDC has put out some official guidelines. They're taking a more cautious approach There was a leaked document from the CDC that came out over the weekend, basically detailing some of their guidelines and how things should be going. It really wasn't a full-throated endorsement of going back to the way things were. As I said, they want to do it very cautiously, most likely this kind of hybrid learning model or all online is kind of the way to go, at least uh, those pose the least amount of risk. 
So, John, tell us a little bit about the fight to reopen the schools and then how the administration is tackling this. There's several things going on. One, I don't think anybody wants to underestimate the value that schools provide to people. They're an important part of childhood development, and we've come to rely on them for things like a form of daycare for working parents and for poor children as a source of good nutrition in many cases. So there is definite value of reopening the schools, but there's definite risk involved. And so there are good arguments to be made for different approaches to things. What the CDC is reminding us is that layered on top of the desire to get kids back into school, we have to evaluate the risks involved. And those risks will vary from location to location, what the districts are prepared to do, and what sort of danger the virus is posing in different communities. So they're really saying that each school district needs to look around at what's going on within the community, figure out what the risks are there, and be aware of the best ways to manage those risks. When we look at the science of this, most of it points to that children are not as likely to get as sick from coronavirus or as likely to get infected, although they can transmit the disease. When we look at what these rules are, and maybe a lot of the concerns, nobody wants anybody to get sick, but is the concern more on the part of teachers and administrators who could be more susceptible to this, or is it really more about the children? It's a little of everything. I don't think you could separate out any one risk as being more critical. Yes, children are less likely to have severe symptoms, but they definitely can have severe symptoms and they have died. So there is a risk there, even if it's lower. And certainly some of their teachers are older and or have higher risk categories like suppressed immune systems or things like that, which can also apply to the kids. So again, it's not a single thing where you could say, oh, kids are low risk, it's fine. It's a matter of deciding which risks you want to accept. The president has criticized a lot of the CDC guidelines on reopening the schools. Can you go over some of what this CDC document does go into? I know one of the things says, you know, if a child or somebody is found to have gotten the coronavirus, the school should be prepared to shut down immediately for several days so they can do cleaning, things like that. I mean, that seems totally reasonable and something that a school has to be very nimble with to be able to achieve. There's multiple challenges here. Ideally, you want the kids socially distanced within classrooms, which schools may not have the space for. So you have to think about managing things like having some students attend on alternate days. In a lot of cases, schools are focused around shared equipment for science labs or things like that. And those things can become a vector for transmitting the virus. So there's a lot, a lot of changes in planning that have to be done. And the document that leaked in a lot of ways is just a way of getting people to think about those decisions that need to be made. It includes a lot of things like Yes, you can do contract tracing, but you need trained professionals to really do that effectively. So does your school have access to something like that? Same thing with testing. And it includes a lot of plans that have already been put together by state school districts, large local school districts like the Los Angeles one and universities so that people who are in charge of coming up with their own plan for a school district 
can look and see what others are doing and get some ideas from there. That definitely really seems like a big benefit to the school districts that are really still trying to nail down those plans and, you know, just seeing how everybody else is doing, they can tailor fit that to their specific needs. What does the document say about colleges and universities? Because I know that that's a slightly different thing that they need to tackle. There's housing on campus. And then those students themselves are a little older. Once you start getting older, you're a little more likely to get the disease. Yes, you're at higher risk as you get older. But the flip side is, is ideally you have a greater degree of self-control. So keeping a class full of, say, seven-year-olds from touching each other is a very different challenge from asking a bunch of college students to refrain. So there's good and bad there. At the same time, you hit on exactly the key difference there is that many universities provide housing for their students and they provide health care on campuses and things like that. And so the challenges for a university are significantly different in those sense. And they face similar hurdles, though, in that if your housing isn't designed to give people the space to remain socially isolated, then you need to think about what you're going to do to provide alternate housing for students so that they can keep the risks acceptably low. And so where does that leave us right now in the current discussion? The administration wants to fully reopen the schools. The CDC wants a more cautious approach. We're even seeing things like the administration trying to discredit Dr. Anthony Fauci, you know, on statements he made early on in the pandemic, maybe so as like, don't believe everything they say kind of thing. Where does that leave the conversation right now? The conversation's messy because a month ago, you might have expected that, okay, the infection rates are dropped, largely driven by the major states like New York and California that were hit hard getting things under control. And it might be thought that opening schools would be reasonably low risk under those circumstances. This month, things are obviously very different with the infection rates spiking and talking about, say, opening Houston schools right now safely or Phoenix, Arizona schools is a very, very different proposition. So all the discussion is taking place against a backdrop of a rapidly changing and very fluid situation. The Trump administration is not necessarily acknowledging those local differences. It wants a one-size-fits-all solution to everything, and it wants that solution to be geared very much towards having students present in the classroom in person. As a result, they're running against a lot of pushback from public health experts outside the government, and to an extent, among their own public health experts within the federal government. Those include the CDC. There's been a lot of conversation about the CDC is recommending things like retooling classrooms to allow students to remain more isolated. And the Trump administration is basically saying that's hard and expensive. We want to talk to the CDC and get them to relax that. And that sort of language doesn't really take into account that the CDC's advice is founded on what we know about the transmission of this disease. In terms of personalities, there's been ongoing tension about how Trump frequently misstates things that should be facts about the virus. And the public health experts have to balance getting the public the right information without ultimately directly contradicting the person their jobs depend on. And 
that's been an ongoing tension for some of the more public-facing ones like Doctors Fauci and Burks. And Fauci seems to have fallen on the wrong side of that, where within the White House, people are circulating memos, pointing out some of the things he said before we knew much about the pandemic that turned out to be wrong. And using that as a way to say that you shouldn't put too much value on this person's thoughts. John Timmer, science editor at Ars Technica, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for uh, spending time with me today. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday to Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from Brain MD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by Brain MD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.